The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Dr. Brian Higgins, GP from Galway Primary Care, is with us for our weekly Last Word in Health. Brian, I think concussion is something that we've discussed many times on the programme in recent years in relation to adult sports such as rugby and occasionally boxing or Gaelic football or whatever. But how much common can it be amongst children and adolescents as a result of impacts in sport, but also in things like playground accidents? Yeah, absolutely. Well, when you think about it, a, a concussion is effectively a mild traumatic brain injury and it alters the mental state of the person that's affected. Um, and it happens when there's a sudden change of acceleration of the head. That can be uh, a sudden shift in direction from a tackle. So you don't even need, necessarily need to hit something. Or if you fall and hit your head off a hard surface like the ground and the brain effectively bounces off the inside of the skull and the part of the brain that hits the skull gets a little bruise on it. So any time that you have uh, kids or adults running into each other at high speed or potentially falling from a height, you're going to have a risk of concussion. Or falling off your bike, for example, or off a skateboard or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And if you think, like, and our brain is very well protected. So our brain is this very uh, uh, jelly-like substance that floats inside the skull. And it's actually very, and around that there's a, a suspension fluid that absorbs a certain amount of shock. So not every fall or injury is going to lead to a concussion. Like I have a toddler and as anyone who spends time with a toddler, they fall over a lot and they're made out of rubber and magic. And it's amazing the sort of falls they can take and be absolutely fine. Um, although I'm realising as I get into this, it sounds like I don't supervise my child. I do, I promise. <laughs> no, the, no, um, I, th- I think we understand, Brian. Anyone who's had young children understands. But yeah, so, they go running into doors, they go falling down steps, all that sort of thing. But sometimes they do take bad blows to the head and you do yeah. worry as a parent as what do you do now? The thing is to what to look out for. And if you go onto the HSE website, you'll see there we have things called head injury precautions. And the sign that the brain has been bruised is there's going to be an alteration of the mental state of that child where they're going to have maybe um, a loss of consciousness, but not always. They might have a headache. They could be confused, a little bit dizzy. They mightn't remember the event. Things to look out for um, that might make a flag and say, okay, I should get this child checked out. Obviously, any small baby less than six months. Six months babies are meant to lie on the ground. They're not designed for fall from height. So if you have a six month baby that falls from any height, throws off a bed, a couch, just get them checked out. Um, a loss of consciousness. If you get a big, large cut or a big bruise, get a checked. Or if the child is a little bit drowsy, a little bit off, difficult to wake them up. Or if they vomit more than once, go get them checked out. If they're vomiting a lot or you're not able to wake them up at all, obviously cause an, uh, call an ambulance. Okay, so uh, call an ambulance and go directly to the hospital. Absolutely. Okay, so what's that then, move forward to adolescence as well then, because in, in rather than smaller children, anything different to look out for? Uh, not really. I think the, the, a brain is a brain relevant to the age. And thankfully, once kids can talk to us, we're able to communicate an awful lot better with them. But definitely, if there was a loss of consciousness or if the, uh, a teenager is unusually irritable um, or there's a headache that's getting worse, so the kitty says, or the adolescent says, look, they feel like they're not really thinking clearly or their head's in a fog, um, or you think that they're just slow, slowed reaction times, they're all a sign 
mean that there might be a fairly significant injury to the brain. And again, it's just to contact the doctor, contact a to get a little bit of extra advice. And then what about recovery from a concussion? If you have had an injury, particularly through sport, I mean, how long should you actually allow things to settle before you actually risk another blow to the head? But this is the big, 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 big concern with kids who are playing sports like GA, rugby, soccer, where they might get be, you know, be very important on the pitch. Uh, they might be worried if they are taken off, the team could lose and they really don't want to miss out for it to be their fault. And what can happen, sadly, is that kids can maybe get a knock to the head, maybe not a full assessment is done and they play on during a concussion or they've had a concussion, they're recovering and they still ha- maybe have a little bit of a headache or a little bit of not feeling right and they don't uh, communicate that and kids go back to play early. And the problem is, is if that bruise in the brain isn't fully resolved and the child gets a second concussion, you can get a really, really severe brain injury because that already bruised area, if it gets struck again, what can happen is it can cause some really rapid and severe swelling that can be potentially fatal. When it comes to um, recovering from concussion, there's some brilliant guidelines from uh, the rugby and GA associations about returning to play after uh, a concussion. And effectively, what we want is for the symptoms to be resolved. Until the symptoms are resolved, the headache, the nausea, the fogginess, the tiredness, we tell people not to have any activity. And then once that's resolved for 24 hours, they can go by to light exercise and they might find, oh, do you know what, I'm light exercising, I'm getting a headache. And we have this stepwise approach to return to play that gradually increases the intensity. And what we want to make sure is that as we gradually increase that intensity before a return to play, that the symptoms aren't coming back. Because what those symptoms are is effectively the brain saying, hey, I'm giving you a headache to tell you to slow down and to allow me rest and to allow me to heal. And then just to finish, Dr. Brian Higgins, you know, how much patience might be required to actually wait weeks? Because often people just want to get up and do it again. But can it take a long time for things to heal? It can. And some some uh, people can uh, suffer with a post-concussive syndrome where people have recurrent headaches, dizziness, memory impairment uh, and a loss of balance that can last for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. If you have a mild concussion, that should resolve pretty quickly. And if after, even if it's a mild concussion and you've seen the child and you've assessed them, you think, OK, they're OK. If their symptoms haven't resolved after even a few days, if they don't seem to be getting better, just get some advice from from your local GP. Dr. Brian Higgins, GP from Galway Primary Care. Thank you for being with us here on The Last Word in Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.